Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today, we're kicking off week two of our brand new marriage series. Today, our topic is submission and flaws. This is Mandy, and Kim is not with us today. I have my husband in the studio, Matt. Yes, I'm back again. He's back again. He has kind of been teasing me a little because the marriage shows were our top rated shows. Um, and so we're having the husbands back. Last week, Kim and Charles kicked off our marriage series, our brand new series with talking about sex. And I hope you enjoyed it today. Matt and I are going to talk about submission and flaws. Looking forward to it. Um, you know, I want to talk about submission because I wrote about this in my book, in my marriage chapter. Submission is something that I struggled with a lot when we first started dating. Do you remember that, honey? I, I do remember very much. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Um, I grew up in a divorced home. My mom was a very strong, very independent woman who raised me. And I think that I grew up very strong and independent myself. Which is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Um, but I, you know, never... Wanted a man, never really wanted to get married, never needed a man. That was kind of my goal in life, right? When you met me? Um, you described it that way. I would not. <laughs> okay, how would you describe I'm it? I'm not going to touch that. No. Because you're afraid? What? No, no. We're within, you're within uh, punching distance of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's awful. Um, you know, Matt and I met in a grocery store one day and he came through my checkout line. We were both in college. And he bought a Snickers and some crazy uh, magazine, People Magazine or something. And the rest it is history. It, what was no, it? Oh, it was a hot rod magazine. I wouldn't read People. <laughs> I knew it was some sort of crazy magazine. Um, so a magazine and candy bar. And then Matt she, really. She said it was a checkout line at the grocery store. And that's true because I was checking her out for about 45 <laughs> minutes before I went through the line. <laughs> Matt was different uh, when I met him and we started dating. Um, he was sweet and nice. Um, I think I just had been dating the wrong guys because they weren't like Matt. Um, I'll never forget the first time he tried to open the car door for me. And I told him no. I had a lot of sass. And I said, I'm not a delicate flower that needs to be taken care of. Like, I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need you to open my door. Do you remember that remember, on that date? Yeah, I remember that. Um, I don't know at the time if it really had an impact on me. I mean, I, I it had enough of an impact that I remembered it, but um, I didn't. I kind of, I, I didn't. I felt like that really wasn't you. Really? Because mm, yeah. you never really told me that. Oh, I hadn't. No, I, I told you that. No. Yeah, no. I it just didn't line up with many of the other comments and behaviors that you had. You know demonstrated at the time it was out of line it was out of norm it it was an anomaly type behavior so i thought ah, this is this is interesting and uh kind of let left it at that 
Well, I'm thankful you didn't give up on me and my sass and my attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, if you don't know my story, I kind of walked away from the church when I was a young girl because I believe the world's lie that women were supposed to be weaker, the weaker partner in a marriage. And that didn't really line up with my beliefs of being a strong, independent woman and how I'd been raised by this great single mom. Um, And if you're not familiar with the Bible verse that I'm talking about, that the world has kind of manipulated us into thinking it's something that it's not. It's Ephesians 5, 22 and 24. Let me read that for you. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is head of the church, his body of which he is the savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. I will tell you as a young child, the world, a young teenager, I guess, the world told me that is the whole story. Wives submit. And in my mind, I was like, God is sexist. I'm done. I kind of believe that lie. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I mean, it, it, reading scripture out of context, um, reading anything out of context, hearing anything out of context, watching any video. Just a snippet of it, you could certainly find yourself um, being led one way or the other without reading the reading it to the end. Right. And I think that is where when I met Matt and, you know, I got to know him and I there were lots of things in my past that I was not proud of that I had to tell him about and be completely honest about. And I'll never forget that night when I when I told you really the bad stuff and you said, you know, God still loves you. Like, it's it's okay. We all mess up. I think that was a turning point for me because I saw something in you that was different than everyone else. Really, any even Christians that I had met, a lot of other Christians, when they had found out about my mistakes, they would judge me or say, you know, you need to turn from that immediately, which absolutely I needed to turn from all of that. But I had already done that. I had already figured out that wasn't the way to go. And so for you to like respond with grace really changed me. And that is when I started thinking, okay, I need to do a little bit more digging into this Bible, this whole Bible thing. And that's when I started reading to the end. And like Matt said, you know, you have to keep reading until the end. And so the world was telling me Ephesians five twenty two to 24, wives submit to your husbands. And then that was it. And I was drawing my own conclusions and writing God off. Here's the thing. Ephesians five twenty five to 29 is the rest of the story. And I want to read that to you. You want to read that, Matt? Sure. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. Yikes. You know, how did I miss that? Can I, can I just say I actually love you more than I do my own body? Because I've gained about <laughs> 40 pounds <laughs> since we moved to San Antonio 12 years ago. Matt does a really great job of putting my needs before his needs. He's great at that. And I think that's what this verse is really saying here. And I actually missed it because God is actually calling husbands to a even higher standard than wives are called to to submit to their husbands. 
I mean, you are called to die for me. You are called to love me as your own. Yeah, look, I, I don't know who all's listening, women or men or the mix, but if you're a lady out there and your husband is telling you that you need to submit to him and do what he says, I think you should just kindly ask him to read the rest of the story. Yeah, I well, and I think that Satan manipulates us into believing that control. I mean, that's what I thought. He's a husband's supposed to control her, a wife or tell her what to do or give her orders, you know, bark out orders. That was what the world sold me on biblical marriage. And it's so far from the truth. And, you know, when I first met Matt and we walked through this process and I saw his heart and I knew it was genuine, that's when I dug in the word for myself and I found it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've been wrong all these years. Like, God is not the problem. I am. And then submission became, you know, when I really realized submission wasn't about control or abuse, um, it, it made me look at submission totally different. Like, it's beautiful. When I was able to actually see, oh, my gosh, God's word has the answer and I was able to submit to God, like, I'm going to trust you, God, because I see what you're saying here. This could work for a marriage. Then I was able to trust God more. And then it made me realize I can trust Matt more because Matt submitted to God and he has this godly heart. Um, I think when submission is working the way it's supposed to, the husband is submitted fully to God, you know, and seeking God's will. And then that is when the husband is not going to be controlling or barking out orders. Right. I mean, yeah. You know what I think is interesting is that um, it's just simply not easy to submit to others, no matter who you are, a woman or man or, or, or whatever. with your boss, with your um, anything. Yeah. It, it honestly, it's, it's even, if you think about it, very difficult to submit to God and give uh, God the full control. I know personally, I, I like to try to take things got back from God even though I say that I submit to him, I like to try to take back control of my job, of traffic, of whatever the case. Um, and so just submission in and of itself is, is a difficult thing. It is. You know, but when submission works the way it's supposed to, when we're humble enough to actually submit, it is beautiful. And I love how the Bible tells us over and over again that we are submit to one another, that we are we are both submit to God, man and woman. Um, here's some more verses for you. James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yeah. And then the Ephesians five twenty one says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Yeah. And and, you know, back to that five twenty twenty. 22 that we read earlier wives submit to your husbands but then we we followed it up can i just say real quick as a husband and you're reading this from um obviously the the bible the inherent word of god um wives submit to your husbands that's a little terrifying as a husband just to be honest with you because that is an enormous responsibility um to be uh, if you want to call it the head of the household um that it's a very that's a very honorable uh, designation, but with it comes great responsibility. And so, if you if your husbands or men, if you're listening, if your wife is submitting to you, um, I hope you under I hope you're submitting to God because if you're trying if they're submitting to you and you're trying to do this on your own, man, it, it's tough. 
You're going to lead them astray. You're going to lead your just, family astray. It's maybe it's too much. It's too much responsibility for any man's shoulder. Well, and no man is perfect. No man is perfect, and and there are going to be times. There there have been times in our marriage when your your flesh comes out, you know, and you walk away, and 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 that's where the the double accountability comes in, the equal accountability that we have, and the communication that we've established in our home, where I can go to you and be like, okay, I you know I feel like you're a little upset about this issue. Yeah, look, we're we're on we're on the same page here. Neither Mandy nor I are greater than each other. But we do know that God is greater than both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what that idea we have to remember that we're both that we're both flawed. And I don't point out your flaws nearly as much as you point out my flaws. OK, do you want to fight right here? Um, no, I'm going to okay, start right. right you fine. know, it's I'm, back. Think, <laughs> I'm just thinking about what we're doing for lunch at this point. I'm, oh, I'm my God. My happy place. <laughs> if you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio. At 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener supported. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through donations. To support our organization and help us to strengthen families, please go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. This is Mandy. If you're just now tuning in today, I'm in the studio with my husband, Matt. Hello. Kim is not here with us today. We are on week two of our marriage series. If you missed week one with Kim and Charles, you need to go back and listen to it. Yeah, I I just want to take a a real quick moment to say this. Kim and Charles are amazing people. They really are amazing. They're amazing. And they did a sex show, y'all. And you've got to listen to it. It's a great show. So it's on our our podcast. You can find it under Marriage Talk, and it'll be number one because it's the one week. It's the first week of our new series. Um, Matt and I are here and we are talking about submission because submission was something that I hated. And I so many times I have said, God, why did you have to use that word? I hate that word submission because I just feel like it means weak and it so doesn't mean weak. You know, it actually means strong because you're able to submit to God. You're able to listen to him. It means wise, you know, wise people realize that they're not perfect and they need help and they're willing to submit. Um, recently, Matt and I were doing a speaking event together. Which I do not like to do. He does not like to do, but he is really great at it. And I appreciate that he, it's so funny because when I first asked him to do the first radio show a couple months ago, he told me no several times. Don't be the, don't be the husband of no, by the way. That's <laughs> <laughs> an inside joke. Because there is Tell a him. there's a Tell wife him. of no. So we have she's the one W O N the wife of no, and he's the Han, the husband of no H O N. We kind of joke with each other about that because we we say no to each other a lot, and um, that's our little inside joke. So now you know that. Can I, can I just make a comment <laughs> about this? One of my favorite pastors ever, Robert Emmett from Community Bible Church. <laughs> oh my gosh said one time and this stuck with me so robert if you're if you're listening i really appreciate this comment you said you said you know um wives it's a lot quicker for you to just have sex <laughs> with your husbands than to fight about not having sex it's just quicker just bada boom bada bing it's like <laughs> five minutes 
So Robert, I thank you. The wisdom of Robert. Okay, we're reverting back to Kim and Charles' show last week about sex. Yeah, but the wife of no is is kind of an inside joke, and we do joke about that. There's never a husband of no when it comes to <laughs> But when it comes to doing a radio show, when I first asked you to do the radio show, you said no. Yeah, yeah. Several times in several weeks. And y'all, I have to learn as the wife not to nag him. And I knew when he said no, I knew I had to back away. And I did. I backed away and I prayed about it. And I was like, Lord, if you want Matt to do a radio show with me and be a guest on our show, I need you to just speak that into his heart. And if it's not meant to be, then we won't do it. And I had to let go of that. And, you know, we're talking about submission. I had to submit that to God because nagging, if I would have chosen the other route and just nag, 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 it would have created a a fight in our marriage. I think we talked about that on on that first radio show. We did about nagging. nagging. Just, man, it's horrible. Yeah, the dripping faucet verses yeah. in Proverbs. Look those up, ladies. Um, it's a you know a nagging wife is a is annoying as a as a dripping faucet. I actually, when we built our house, I wrote that right behind my bathroom sink, and I think about that verse often because a lot of times at night when I'm brushing my teeth and um, I'm trying to convince Matt to do something or like the radio show or a speaking event or something. I will literally think about the words on that stud right behind my sink. Like, I cannot nag him into this. You say the stud behind the sink? (laughs) Oh, the stud in the wall. Sorry. You knew what I was talking about. Uh, But that was a good one. Good pun there. Good job, hon. That wasn't in our notes. Um, But, you know, we can't really nag them into what we want them to do. And what was so cool about that, when I first asked him to speak and I backed away from it and just started praying. And I thought, I'm, I can't convince him to do anything. He came to me one night, several weeks later, and he said, I will do the radio show. And I said, OK. And he said, I'm not doing it for you. And I looked at him and I said, OK. And he said, I'm doing it for next talk. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't remember that. You were being sassy. <laughs> oh, I'm, that's unlikely. Anyway, so that's what I'm talking about. Like I saw my husband in those kind of situations. He's stepping out of his comfort zone and he's submitting to God. And I see that. Like I see him going to these events. I see him coming on the radio show. Things that he doesn't want to do. He's not comfortable with. It's not his thing. I mean, he's a business guy. He wants to just go do business stuff. <laughs> And go get hot rods, right? That's what you want to do, right? Am I wrong? Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, but when I see him submitting to God in that way, it's way easier for me to listen to him, to seek his advice, to submit to him as the head of the household, because I see him submitting to God. Um, and that's what I want to encourage you husbands to do. Let your wives see you struggle with things and think, I don't want to do this, but I'm submitting to God. I'm going to do it. Um Back to our point, we were at a speaking event because you got me sidetracked. You said, I don't want to, I don't like to do speaking events. We were at a speaking event recently and Matt was doing a great job and he said something that was not on our outline and it was so wonderful when he said it. He said, we come from a place where we are both flawed and we parent from that place and we're spouses from that place and we both recognize that we need to work on, on ourselves. And I thought that was so wonderful because that really plays into this whole submission thing. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Because if you thought you were perfect, you would be this controller. You would bark out orders, right? You wouldn't be humbling. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I think if, if if I felt um, as if I was 
better. Once again, it goes back to that relative comparison. If I felt like I was better than you on some scale for which God is judging me, um, and I'm more or less in this case, if I felt I was less broken, then I would be able to tell you exactly what we need to do. Yeah. And once again, there's the I part. I inject myself um, instead of seeking God's word and God's direction for our lives. Yeah. And I think that's so great. You know, Romans 3.23, we all know that verse, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all need, we all are flawed. And I loved that when you said it because we never really put it into words. But that's how Matt leads our family. He comes from a place when he doesn't know what to do, he'll say, I don't know what to do. Well, and from a man's perspective, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's not easy. It's not, it's really not easy, but um, I really feel like it's best to, to kind of bear my soul there and to not create some fictional perception of um, me having all the knowledge. I want all the knowledge, um, but I, I, I mean, I, I don't have it. And I'm not God, um, but I do know how to look for God and how to ask for God's direction. And, and that's what I want to teach our children. And the great thing is that Mandy is equal in my mind to myself and that we both have this focus on seeking God's will for our lives. We don't know. I mean, as much as you might think you know what's going to happen uh, tomorrow, you really don't. Yeah. And let's talk about like when we have a big decision to make and you're on one side, you have a totally different idea than I do. We're kind of on different pages. You know, I know every family kind of chooses to handle this differently for us. You know, we don't make a big decision unless we're both on the same page. I mean, would you say that? I mean, well, it took us two years to decide whether or not we were going to buy a pool yeah. for our house, which was a little, little crazy. Two years and 800 spreadsheets later. Right. Yeah. But I think the the idea is, is that we come together and we really pray about it and allow God to move us so that we're on the same page. Yeah. And this isn't this. This is not just a parenting thing. I mean, I think it is has a huge impact on our children when they see that we're real. And a great example of that is recently our daughter, mm-hmm. who's in eighth grade, was uh, struggling with a particular um, problem um, concept in algebra. And so, um, you know, I, I figured I could help her. And so we sat down and reviewed it. And honestly, I, I without, I'm, I'm, I remember when they used to bring home books and so there are no <laughs> books anymore. So I said, where's your book? And she said, what do you mean? I, so anyway, I, I was already at a deficit situation there, but so I talked to her and, and she, I could tell she was just very upset because she wasn't getting the concept, even though she's a kid is brilliant. And so is my son. They're just unbelievably smart. But I shared with her um, that I, <laughs> unfortunately, during my uh, in college, uh, getting my um, undergraduate degree, I had uh, had some problems with algebra, um, two different semesters. <laughs> and finally, after the third semester, or what I call the third attempt, uh, I finally was able, it was able to make sense. And so uh, that went a long way with her. Yeah. And I didn't stand there. And act like I had it all figured out. I really was like, okay, I'm your dad and I love you. But there's some things that in the past, my past, I I had some hard times with. And I just want you to understand that no matter what you do, I'm going to love you. Now, let's sit down and try to figure this out. 
what I loved about it was she was she was pretty stressed out. I mean, there was she's in eighth grade. I mean, you can imagine she's a teen girl. She is a perfectionist, a lot like me. She wants to get straight A's and she does get straight A's. And she was terrified that she was this assignment was going to cause her to have a B because this is a high school class that she's taking on her permanent high school transcript. And that's immediately where she went. And y'all, Matt scooped her up like a baby. It was the sweetest thing. And he looked at her in the eye and he said, if you get a B in this class, it's okay. Like, it's a B. That is amazing that you could get a B in a high school class in eighth grade. And then he went on to tell her about, you know, his college and she was cracking up. And what was so funny is the next day she got home from school, she jumped in the car and she's like, I told my teacher that my dad failed algebra in college. Yeah, that's great. So I fully expect that whenever all her friends come over, they're going to look at me as the algebra moron. (laughs) But, you know, whatever. But there it is. You were humble enough to allow your kid to see your flaws. Look, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about Mandy. It's not about. It's just not. It's we, it, yeah. And when we humble ourselves and we submit to that, that we are flawed, that's when we can do amazing things. For our wrap up segment today, let's remember one God's definition of submission in a marriage is beautiful. The husband has the bigger responsibility, love and care for his wife as he does himself, lay down his life for her. Two, God's definition of submission works when the husband is fully submitted to God and his word. Three, husband and wife are both flawed. Neither are perfect. Both submit equally to God. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Next Talk.